so many songs, the sounds of friendship, revelry and that great barbershop buzz. Hi, this is Harmony UK Podcast Edition 19. I'm John Beasley, and we're here in Bournemouth at the British Association of Barbershop Singers Convention 2019, talking to so many amazing, enthusiastic and talented singers and musical directors. Some of the things that we're seeing now is, is just fantastic. And to, to come out on top is, is we feel really honoured and, and really blessed to have won the competition. the uh, 2018 Labs Champion Chorus. There's a uh, reciprocal agreement that uh, the Labs Champions go to the Babs Convention and the Babs Champions will come to the Labs Convention. Yep, we'll be hearing from Hallmark of Harmony and the Cheshire Chord Company, as well as some stellar names here as Babs special guests to sing and share their vocal secrets and philosophies. Twenty minute rule. Uh, Twenty minutes after a concert, you're not allowed to say anything negative about the performance, and actually, not anything negative at all. Yeah, that works for some people, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> our twenty second rule would be good for our quartet. <laughs> Baby steps. Yes, the real group from Sweden and the American Quartet Crossroads were in town. Uh, we'll hear from them, plus some of our own homegrown quartets who've been delighting audiences and judges at this year's contest. And we'll hear about what happened when two of the UK's top male and female choruses got together to compete in the new mixed voice competition. As a result of the merging of the two choruses, a a romance has occurred, and which is wonderful. Mixed contest winners, a kind of magic, certainly living up to their name. And wonderful is a word that you could also use for the winning performance in this year's men's chorus competition from Sheffield's Hallmark of Harmony. Here they are. Hallmark's Love Walked Right In, of which more in a moment from their musical director, Tim Briggs. Now, Tim did speak to me at convention, but unfortunately, my portable recorder malfunctioned and the sound really wasn't usable. So later, Tim kindly agreed to talk to me once again on the line. And I asked him if days after the convention, the excitement of winning that gold was still there. It's brilliant. It's always felt like a dream come true um, for me and for the chorus. Now I guess we've all just got the convention blues to uh, to deal with. And you've been celebrating this week as well, I understand. 
we have we 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 met on Tuesday as a chorus as we as we do uh, each week, and we looked back over the weekend and kind of told our tales of of what we enjoyed and and the highlights, and and we had some some cake as well. Sounds absolutely brilliant. Well, let's go back to your winning performers then. Take us through the two songs and why you chose them. Uh, we sang "Love Walked In" and "You're a Heavenly Thing," which are both songs that were originally performed in Barbershop by some of our heroes, I guess you could say. Um, Love Walked In is a David Wright arrangement, which was performed by the Ambassadors of Harmony. And Your Heavenly Thing was arranged by Dan Wessler for his quartet, After Hours, who we're, we're big, big fans of. So you're really taking it back to, not quite to the roots of Barbershop, but certainly to a more, a more traditional sound than we've, we've heard in the past sometimes. Yeah, we wanted to try and play to our strengths this year. We've been really working on our singing and and really trying to get the most out of our individual voices. And we just thought that these two pieces um, would play to our strengths in that respect. And we we really liked that they were both happy love songs, which the chorus is really into these days. We have we have done quite a few sad songs in the past. We wanted to just make sure people could smile a bit more this year. Mark of Harmony with a performance which scored 83.2% from the judges. Well, this year, three Babs choruses, Hallmark, Meantime and the Great Western Chorus of Bristol, all topped that 80% mark. The Royal Harmonics were only a fraction below on 79.7. So, a highly competitive year for Tim and his winning chorus. Absolutely amazing. Um, and for, the, for Babs as, as an organisation to be to be enjoying these kind of uh, achievements, I think, is brilliant. And I've, I have spent last night and some of this morning uh, watching some of the other performances from the choruses, and they're just amazing. Some of the things that we're seeing now is, is just fantastic. And to, to come out on top is, is we feel really honoured and, and really blessed to have won the competition. It's been a pretty special year for Hallmark of Harmony, hasn't it? I mean, you've been celebrating your 40th anniversary. Yes, it was our 40th last year, uh, and we decided to try and make that the key feature of our of our year so we took a step away from competition and and put a lot of effort into hosting a a big show in Sheffield at the Octagon we shared that show with the White Rosettes and Instant Classic and that was a huge event for us and something that I I think we'll remember for a very long time and it it allowed us just a bit more time to focus on on the club rather than competition for a year or two. Well, as, as Babs champions, where does the focus move now? I guess that, uh, that, that internationals in a year's time must be somewhere in the mix. Well, we, yes, we're starting to talk about that. Obviously, we, we have an opportunity to go to L.A. as a chorus, uh, which would be very exciting. I think we'll be 
asking the chorus during the next couple of weeks, like what they would think about that. We obviously went to Pittsburgh in 2015 and that was an amazing trip. But obviously with these kind of things, it's hard to get the full chorus to go with timings and financial situations, etc. So we, we may also look at other closer opportunities where we might be able to represent Babs in a different way. So there are talks about maybe going to Europeans or, or to some of the more local conventions in Europe as well as LA. They're kind of all on the table at the moment and we're, we're trying to see what the best option for the chorus would be. It's always a problem which faces the, the, the champion chorus each year. And sometimes, of course, we, Babs hasn't been represented by their, by their gold medal chorus because of costs. Uh, think of uh, Great Western a few years ago ran, up, ran into this particular problem. Is there a way of helping choruses out? Is there something that, that the barbershop community in the UK could do that maybe we're not doing at the moment, do you think? I think there's already a lot that happens. Um, when In 2015, we put on a number of fundraising shows and people are always very generous and, and very happy to come to those. And they're, you know, they're great for the clubs as well. I think a lot of choruses do find themselves having to do a lot of fundraising, but I think that becomes part of the journey. I remember us, do, <laughs> I remember us as a chorus making a, a calendar that we tried to sell, <laughs> which was certainly interesting. Uh, oh, what, what kind of calendar was that? Tell us a bit more about um, that. Uh, maybe that's left uh, back in 2015. <laughs> <laughs> One of those kind of calendars. But that was just so much fun to make. And whether or not that made us all the money necessary to go to Pittsburgh, it, it, it was part of the journey that we shared as a chorus. So it all kind of gets wrapped into one, I think. So certainly you'll be putting your thinking caps on and members of the chorus will be coming up with yet more, I'm, I'm sure, very imaginative ideas. Yeah, I think you can watch this space. We'll see what we can come up with. <laughs> we certainly shall. And in the meantime, of course, you can bask in the glory of that fabulous performance and, uh, and, and another gold medal to add to your hall. Tim, thanks very much indeed for talking to us. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Wessler's arrangement of You're a Heavenly Thing, performed there by Hallmark of Harmony. And uh, I was talking to uh, a barbershop friend who'd bought one of those calendars that uh, Tim mentioned from 2015. Apparently, they involved some strategically placed straw hats and a piano. Who knows, you may still be able to get hold of one on eBay. Anyway, one of the great things about a convention like this is the way that the songs and performances never really end, even after the contest and shows the performers just keep on going in the bars and the afterglows.
And with me now at Babs 2019 is Joe Braham, who is the MD of Cheshire Cord Company. And you've, you've been performing here tonight. Uh, yes, we have. We're here as the uh, 2018 Labs Champion Chorus. There's a uh, reciprocal agreement that uh, the Labs Champions go to the Babs Convention and the Babs Champions will come to the Labs Convention. So you're, you're about halfway through now your championship year. How's it going? We are. We've had a great year so far. Um, because our convention was around about October time, uh, we had a, a little bit of a, t- well, not really a time off, but uh, a little bit of a respite over Christmas period. We celebrated our 25th anniversary. And then it was all hands on deck for preparing to sing in Holland uh, at the Holland Harmony Convention, which was in March. So when we came back in the new year, we were preparing for that. And then off the back of that, we were preparing for Babs. And now uh, we've got some things planned for the summer. And before we know it, it'll be Labs 2019. It's a bit of serendipity, isn't it? Because uh, Hallmark of Harmony, I think, were also at Holland uh, Harmony. They were. So, so, so you've yeah. just been singing together now. Yes, and of course, you were, yeah. you, did you sing together then? We did. We sang on stage. Uh, we were asked to sing on stage at a joint song, which was arranged by Sam Hubbard in Hallmark of Harmony, uh, without a song. Uh, which was just an amazing experience. Um, we, we sang at the end of their contest, so they were all the all the Dutch people were in the audience, and we sang at the end of their competition. And the song without a song was just summed up perfectly why we all do this. You know, without a song, there'd be nothing. It, it just really was amazing. sort of entertainment themed set was 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 that your, your your lab's winning set we did yeah so we did um we wanted to take something different to the lab stage this year to what people would have expected uh so we took a circus package and we did uh, that's entertainment and make them laugh which was um arranged by zach bulls and also hannah Braham, my daughter uh, did a little bit of arranging in there and then we sang what kind of fool am i and we linked those with the story of piero who had never never fallen in love whilst in the circus and in the end she left now, to add some longevity to that programme uh, for Holland and for this weekend, we added true colours and everything's coming up roses.
There are a, a lot of exciting young arrangers around at the moment, aren't there? There are, yes, yeah. I mean, Sam's uh, also did the Whitney Houston medley, which uh, we've just sung in an afterglow, and we sang it on the show in Holland as well, and we'll be taking that to labs. Uh, a a four-song Whitney Houston medley, which just went down an absolute storm. Uh, but, yeah, and he's, he's, he's got another one in the pipeline for us too, but, yeah, there's lots of young arrangers in, in Babs and Labs, which is great. I'm just wondering how, how much Labs is responsible for this, because I, I get the impression sometimes that... Women's choruses, and I've just watched you uh, doing the Whitney Houston medley. Uh, you also did Chaka Khan's I'm Every Woman, uh, complete with, uh, with lots of choreography. And both in, in, in choreo and, and actually in the songs you sing in the arrangements, would it be fair to say that women's choruses are often more adventurous than men? Um, I'm not sure we're more adventurous. Maybe we're, um, we're a little less uh, conscious about throwing ourselves about a bit, but there are some great men's choruses uh, we saw some today who you know can really move so I think sometimes the men maybe will be a little bit more reserved sometimes but that, that really doesn't count for you know maybe maybe our top choruses um, I think that they're not shy at all and one final point you were on and you did your set this evening and then of course you introduced uh, the real group probably the the, the biggest names in acapella in the world yes yeah it was a, a real pleasure they uh, the Babs organizers asked they knew that we wanted to see the real group, so they said that we could go straight and sit in the audience, provided that we introduced the real group. So uh, we actually asked uh, Hannah, uh, to, uh, who is a super fan of the real group, to introduce them, and uh, it was just it was a once-in-a-lifetime thing, so she was very proud to be able to do that, and they were just incredible, just incredible. Weren't well, they just? Well, it's been great to see Cheshire Cord at, at, at Labs, and thank you very much indeed for spending the, spending the time to talk to us. My pleasure. Thank you. Cheshire Chord Company entertaining with their winning set recorded at last October's Labs convention. And you can find that video via the Labs website or by seeking them out on YouTube. Now, what should we listen to next? I know. How about a rather fabulous bell chord? Mm-hmm. 
As you've just heard, the real group from Sweden were among the special guests at the 2019 Babs Convention. Uh, for 35 years now, the real group have been a byword for a cappella virtuosity. Their songs and performances by turn uplifting, thought-provoking and funny, and their harmonies always spellbinding. As well as performing on the Saturday show, the group gave two masterclasses in Bournemouth, and after one of them, I was able to speak to three of the real group's members. My name is Lisa Östergren. I'm the alto singer in this group I joined three years ago. My name is Anders Edenrot. I'm the tenor and I joined 35 years ago. And I'm Janis Strasdinsch. I sing the bass in the real group and I joined four years ago. And so you've, you've been in the group for, for varying amounts of time, of course, Anders, you, you started it. But, but listening to you and, and, and looking at the way that you did some of your, uh, your own exercises and, and talked about the group, one of the things that came over tremendously was was the way that you all trust one another when you're out on stage. Yeah, it's. I think it's the voice and being a singer is a very vulnerable art form because you're sort of you're one with your instrument. You can't buy a more expensive violin or a guitar. It's actually you have the one for the whole your whole life. So also when people listen to you. As a singer, they listen to you, uh, your soul and your personality very clearly. So that's why I also think it's sometimes in order to perform vocal music on stage, you must build a higher sense of collective security and safety on stage in order to dare to uh, make art. And one of the things that was amazing was that when one of you took control, the others listened, and without any apparent visible gestures, Lisa, you, you were able to follow one another and, and, and slow down, speed up, change the timbre, change, change the tone of your voices pretty much in unison. Yeah, it's cool. You know, it's, it's, a, inti- it, it's a bit of intuition and, yeah, big ears. How, how do you do it? I mean, how, do you, how much practice does it take? Nothing. I think an, anyone could do it. You just have to open your ears and listen to each other, really. And Janis, you come from a choir background, I know. Is this something choirs can do too? Yeah, we do that. The same thing that you saw here today with with choirs as well. So it's possible also for a group of people to unite and to, with their choices, to guide the other singers. So it's it's like a... Uh, like a collective brain uh, thing and collective ear thing that is happening at the same time, which is, yeah, it's it's something. I think magical would be too romanticized to say, but there is some kind of a magic in that that thing that you can do with your mind and with your ears and just being aware of what you do. I was watching your uh, documentary on uh, the internet the other day, and one of the things that was said right at the very beginning was that that when you call yourselves the real group it, it means something you want there to be a connection a different connection a different experience for each of you every, every night yeah I mean it's um, I get the question sometimes how can you keep on singing the same songs night after night and I said well I, <laughs> I changed the audience which means that I'm, I'm actually you know relating to a different uh, atmosphere and different personality uh, and it also then also it's very important to know that the music we do and what we want to do is a form of a dialogue that we uh, start with the audience immediately when we get on stage we try to establish a 
communication. It's not that we walk up there and, and do our stuff and show them how, how well we have rehearsed it and then we leave stage. We immediately try to include them into the, the performance. Uh, and that makes it interesting, it makes it a little risky. And uh, if you add risk, it also gets very attractive. In a sense, both to the singers and to the audience. And, and if something goes wrong, does it ever go wrong? How do you deal with it if it does go wrong? Well, if we define wrong, I mean... <laughs> well, then we just stop and start from the beginning again. Yeah. But also wrong, and sometimes the songs end up uh, quicker or they have, they have a feeling that we have never sung it in before. And then we're, I think, happier than ever because all of a sudden we experience something that we had never experienced before. Yeah, once we did primetime blues and I just jumped over the bridge or something. I just went from verse to chorus. But the other just followed me. I didn't recognize I did wrong. Uh, but we solved it, it you know, in, in the situation. Mm -hmm. We laughed and the and audience yeah, laughed. And, and you were really surprised, I think. Yeah. And I was just you know, going my way. <laughs> so it's going with the experience then rather than worrying about the fact that it was different from last time. Yeah, I, I think it's important to do some mistakes or what do you call it? I don't know. Mistakes, no. Uh, experience. You, you you have a rule as well, don't you? In the in, you were telling us tell, tell us about this rule that you have the twenty minute rule. The twenty minute rule: twenty uh, minutes after a concert, you're not allowed to say anything negative about the performance, and actually not anything negative at all, because you have opened up emotionally when you're on stage, and when you walk off, you don't want to be exposed to that kind of uh, negative feelings. But also, if you have that rule, you start collecting good memories from the show, so you have something to say right when you get off stage. Have you heard the one about the two tomatoes? Yes, we have a million times or more. The two tomatoes walking down the street. That's the one we've heard it before. Maybe they would like to hear about the two tomatoes. No, they don't. It's such a big bore. But the two tomatoes can make you laugh and laugh and laugh. Well, all right, let's hear it for the very last time and then song called Catch Up Catch Up, a sort of joke to music which went down a storm on stage at Babs as the real group invited their audience to suggest names for characters in the song, which the group then had to remember to sing throughout their performance. One example, perhaps, of that vulnerability that they spoke about. But it's not only singers who can be vulnerable to lapses of memory, as I was about to find out. I'm wondering, because you, you, you communicate with the audience, you communicate with each other all the time, how does it feel then when a new person joins the group? Because you've, you've changed personnel quite a few times. Um, Yannis, you, you're the newest here. You've been in four years. What, what's, did I, it might, take a, I, I might have uh, to correct uh, you. We have uh, been singing for 35 years. We have changed only four members in 35 years. Ah. I think that's not quite a few, is it? That, that's not quite a few. No, that, that's less than a few, and I apologise. <laughs> and I'm actually the newest one. Oh, right, and you're actually I, the newest the one. I'm the newbie. Okay. Shall we, shall we start them from scratch? And I, I, we'll, 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 we'll rush over the fact that that was a mistake of mine. It's, it was an experience. No, it was <laughs> Yeah. Okay, let's, let's take it. You should keep this part of the interview. <laughs> yeah. sure. This is the most fun yeah. part. Yeah. <laughs> it takes, t 
take 339. Um, Lisa, <laughs> I'm just wondering what happens when somebody joins because there have been one or two changes over the years. You are the newest singer in the group. Was, was it difficult to, 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 to blend yourself in? How long did it take? Um, it took a while, I think. I, I think the group was really bad. No, it became bad when I was joining at first. At first. You know, but after a while, I was like, yeah, you know, floating with the other singers and, yeah. So it takes a while to get into the vibe. Yeah, then. it takes a while, but... Uh, uh. But I must say, it's not only you, Lisa, because I'm, I have been a part of most of the member changes in this group. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> and I think it actually is just as much as a matter of the other four that has to start singing and, and behaving in a different way and communicating in a di- different way, not only musically, but also socially. So, and that takes a little while mm. uh, in order to do that. And uh, so, like, the first year, it was a matter of getting to know the new instrument and the new Lisa and you getting to know us. And then... And all my jokes. Yeah, and all your jokes. Because I'm the yeah. funniest member in the yes. group. You know, I, I, I'm tempted now to ask you to tell us one, don't you? <laughs> no, I don't have any. No. <laughs> she's, she's, she's... The jokes just come natural from yeah. out yeah, so of nowhere. Social jokes, not social prepared. No, no. Anecdotes. No. <laughs> Can I ask you then about... the? the I mean... And as you, you've been involved for the entire 35 years, when the real group got started, there wasn't much like it around, certainly that I knew of at the time. Um, what were you aiming for? Was it, was, it, was it freedom from a conductor, from a, from, from a choir, or was it something else? I think it was a combination of our um, upbringing in choral society and our love for contemporary rhythmical music and jazz harmonies and they at that time there was not any repertoire in the Swedish choir community that did that so I think it was a way for us to combine these two more like an experiment than than a sort of a career strategy definitely and nowadays people look back and they say the real group very often you're 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 credited with starting the whole modern a cappella movement what, what do you say when people suggest that to you I, I think there is a, a heritage that many groups and many individuals have contributed to I mean if you go back more than 100 years to street corner singing uh, like usually poor black people in the US that were making money that way singing in harmony uh, we have the barbershop tradition that actually were people barbers in the beginning, believe it or not, singing to the clients. And then in the 50s, some of the great jazz groups like the Hilos and uh, and then later on Singers Unlimited, all from Gene Perling, and then, then of course, uh, King Singers and Swingle Singers from the UK, and not to say the least, Bob McFerrin introducing... Uh, so when you take all these elements and you com- combine and then we have today's modern a cappella and the real group has been one part of it but I would say that there's already now I can see some new parts mm. coming up we, we just had a concert in Hanover with a young group called Accent they're bringing something into the to the vocal group that that was created by the internet they met on internet and started to singing in parts without even meeting physically so uh, we, we cannot really tell what is around the corner Whoa. 
Water. One of those songs which really does set you thinking about something that seems such an everyday part of life. The Real Group are very willing to engage on issues that they believe to be important. One of these is the environment and global warming. Bass singer Yanis Strasdinc. Well, I think that's an issue that we all should be <laughs> caring about and be aware of. So we just try to do whatever we can in the way of what we say from the stage, in the way of some of the songs that we sing, you know, and also in, in connection of the way how we travel. We try to be as planet-friendly as we can. And uh, I, I don't know, any, any way that we can reduce the over-consuming of stuff and of the resources, we, we try to do that and advise others to do as, as well. Is that going to limit your tour options? Because, I mean, you have been to Japan, you've been to South Africa. Those are places it's very difficult to get to unless you fly. Yeah, of course. It would be <laughs> take a long time to go to Japan. <laughs> so we will, yeah. Maybe we, we must uh, tour more in Europe where we can take the train. And also we start thinking like we have this gig in Hamburg and then we say, hey, in order to go there and back again, we need to fly basically. Uh, or we add a gig in Copenhagen and another one in southern Sweden, one on the way down and one on the way up. And then we can go by train and it makes it. And then all of a sudden we have three concerts in mm. three days rather than just spending time on so an airplane. It, so it opens up more uh, <laughs> possibilities for Actually, touring. I, I think so. The possibilities that, that if you have to solve something, then what they, they sell the need is the mother of invention or something, isn't of it? Progress. Of Indeed, progress. Indeed, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One more question to you, because I know that you are very much interested in, in, in the educational side of music as well. and you, you do have your own academy as well. Tell, tell us a bit about that. Yeah, we have an academy that consists of, of, the, of course, the group members, but also some of the former members and other people that share our ways of um, teaching, coaching, and also our set of values, basically. So we have an online academy for, with Skype sessions, and we also travel around and work with choirs and vocal groups. And, so. and the online part, is, is, is that open to people who might be listening to this, who might, might have an interest, Lisa? Yes. Mm. Yes. It's open right yeah, now. I, I've had a Skype session, for example, with a singer from Malaysia. So that everything's possible. And w I didn't have to fly there. To kill, for in a global battle, to chill, well in a plastic bottle, to find between air and earth, both cold and wet, says Aristotle, water,
absolutely captivating to see them perform that on stage. Water from The Real Group's 2018 album Elements. And if you'd like to find some of their many recordings or their sheet music arrangements, uh, then the online shop on The Real Group website can direct you to books, CDs and downloads. And you can also find out more there about that Real Group Academy that we were just speaking about. Uh, The website address, therealgroup.se and it was a great pleasure to meet them. Well, that about wraps up the first part of this 19th Harmony UK podcast. Still more to come, though, from Quartet Silver Street and Sound Hypothesis in part two, along with tales of romance on the risers when Cottontown Chorus and Amersham a cappella got together to form a mixed-voice super chorus. And we'll be talking to all four members of one world-beating super-duper quartet, Crossroads. You uh, don't want to miss that. So put the kettle on, equip yourself with your favourite brew or uh, maybe even crack open a beer. And with luck, I'll see you again very soon for more from Babs 2019.